All right, man. So I feel is there an age when hide and seek gets like not cool? Nah, it's just because sometimes the dynamic of the hide and seek changes. But hide and seek will always and forever be cool. I mean, because you you do upgrade from hide and seek to hide, you know hide and go get it. Yes, exactly. But I'm like, are, I feel like they've gotten to that size where, considering we're in an apartment, <laughs> that there can't be too many hiding spots that they could really have in here. That's more what I'm getting at. It's not that it ain't fun, but how many rounds of hide and seek can you really play? In a three-bedroom apartment, when y'all are when you're down there, young, teenagers. When you're that young, your creativity is limitless. Hmm. Am I becoming too old and far attached to, to where I'm now thinking about all the stuff that they're gonna shuffle around to get into hiding spots, and how my OCD ass is gonna have to probably put some of it back? Can you name Amigo song not on the radio? Can I name Amigos song that's not on the radio? Yeah. Um. Then yeah, you're getting too old. <laughs> I'm not as bad as Ko though. Ko's upset. <laughs> he won't call them Migos. He calls them Amigos. He's like, I'm not calling them Migos. It's Amigo. So I mean, it could be worse. Like it I could, could be worse. I could be really could be worse. far you're not, out there. You're not that far gone. Nah. but you know, it could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> we know how grumpy he can get. Straight up, man. <laughs> what kind of name is Migos? That's Ko right there. Shout out Ko. Yeah, man. We're brought to you by Anchor. It's Cal and Ko minus Ko. Kenny's in the building. What up, though? Yeah, I want to talk baseball. Let's get into the All Star game. It just happened last night. It was a whole lot of strikeouts, a whole lot of home runs. We'll touch on the actual game later, but let's talk about Josh Hader, one of the pitchers in the All-Star game for the National League, Milwaukee Brewers. While he was pitching in the game, I think he gave up a home run, but while he was out there pitching, um, some old tweets that this guy had, racist tweets, anti-gay tweets, all of this stuff came out. I mean, the tweets were when he was 17 years old. He's 24 now, so it's seven years ago. Okay. And everyone's making a big stink about what about it. As of right now, that's the topic. Not even as much the game. That's the topic about the game. Um, I'll let you go. You go ahead and give your opinion first, because maybe I, I can. I, while I form my words, you might say something that I will gets say me going. This. Haters make great detectives. Because to go seven years back on Twitter, like, I don't even know if I can go seven years back on myself right. that far. But to go seven years back to find something while this man is pitching in an all-star game, nationally televised, live on TV, to start trending something negative about him. Shout out to the haters. They put in work. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. But with all that being said, though, I guess 17 to 24, that's a long time to mature. And to maybe understand some things that you maybe thought about and believed in aren't necessarily good things. Yeah. Okay. If if we're talking he's still maybe 21 years old at this point, that's not that far removed. You know, in fact, between 17 and 21, I probably got dumber and stupider and a little bit more reckless at 21 than I was at 17 because I'm not in mama's house no more. Yeah. You know, so that I can understand. But maybe... He's starting to mature. And again, we don't know. This could have been someone 
who wanted to expose him because maybe he doesn't believe in those things anymore. And so, you know, your dynamic of people you keep around you start to change. Somebody feels some way about it and stuff like that. But it does go to you never know about somebody. You got to look at it. True. You know, that that subtle stuff that we got to talk about, you know. Uh Uh-huh. So it's just if he's making amends and his actions are backing up the right words that he's saying cool you know it's the land of second chances yeah but uh thanks for the insight though because now i'm gonna look at you a certain way yep okay uh, 17 to 24 that's a big age difference first my, my first thought is as a guy that did not grow up in this era of social media nor do i care to be in it right now <laughs> he really don't though i don't <laughs> it's that's why you don't put your business in the street Right. Not everybody needs to hear your thoughts. Right. And this is why. You think you can say some shit on a certain day and then you move on from that. I'm not even saying he still feels this way. I'm just saying you have pro- he's probably moved on from what he was saying back then. True that. Damn it. You never should have put that thought out there. You know? And that's what I that's Be what these what that's what post. these kids uh, I he was 17, so I'm saying it like kids because he was 17 when he did this. Mm-hmm. He hasn't even gotten out and got a job yet what these people do is they go check your facebook and your instagrams and your twitters and they go see what type of person you are when you're applying for jobs it could come back and bite you in the ass so first and foremost keep your business out the street and then you know 17 he's not he's still in high school He's still True. probably in whatever small area he True. grew up in. He hasn't True. he hasn't made it to the minors yet and True. started being around people that don't look and act like him. True. So take that into consider. I I take that into consideration as right. well. You know, when you're in high school around you're 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 ignorant. You know, some people get out of that when they go to college, higher learning, and they start getting around a lot more diverse people and you realize that there's a world bigger than the area you grew up in. For him, he prop. I don't know if that was in college or if he just went went straight into the minors or whatever. But I'm sure high school him had a whole different point of view once he got out there into that real world and started traveling as True a ball player. True that. So I can see where there's a change there. You know, Lorenzo Kane was an all star for the Royals. He's on the Brewers now. He came right out and he's like, "Man, I know him. Like that's my teammate." People say dumb stuff when you're younger. I give him the benefit of the doubt based off of the character he's shown me to be now. Exactly, which which is that's, that's cool. that growth. That's seven seven like twenty four to seventeen is an extreme amount of time for growth. I mean, it could be seventeen to nineteen. I had a I had a I had a fraternity brother, you know, in mm-hmm. college because you know I, I wasn't. I, we were like the jock house. We had a lot of right, guys right. from that played ball. So I had a guy, one of my fraternity brothers, and my next door to me in the house was from Chatsworth, like Orange County, up in that area, very small, right, within their neighborhood, right. And he had never really been around black people until he came down to college. So he brought that attitude and that racist ideals and all that stuff that he had at home and he came to college with it and we used to sit there and have these talks things like you know when i'm wearing them he would say i mean i really hate it when i see the black people wearing x hats malcolm x hats you know and i love the why 
it's a person. It's a person that we believed in as a role model. Why does he bother you so much? And I, you know, very open conversations, right. right? It's just like wearing your favorite team plays jersey. So then, so then he would say, and that's why I have my my shirt. You have your, you wear your X, I'll wear mine, and it's the Confederate flag, you know, because it's in the X. That was right. that was their comeback to us. They couldn't let a nigga just have a Malcolm X hat. <laughs> they had to go out and then tarnish that by putting a shirt out there with the Confederate flag to throw it in our face. Right. And I'm saying, why does that? confederate flag means so much to you i said malcolm x was a person that we looked up to as a role model he's i said so you being somebody that never left la Mm -hmm. you've never been to the south you never lived in the south what does the confederate flag mean to you other than you throwing it in my face because you know it offends me let's go ahead and have that type of dialogue yeah but it took this guy from some small area where he could was comfortable in his racism and black people lived in his head so whatever he thought of them in his head is what they became Mm because he wasn't around any to verify Mm -hmm. i mean he was 19 when he was in the house so it you can change real quick if you're in the right environment you know maybe josh Hader became that guy you know yeah, that that absolutely. group move that absolutely. moved on from it. Absolutely, you can move in that because, like you said, you're getting that everyday challenge to it, and that's sometimes what it takes when something never challenged you every single day. Mm-hmm. You know, so moving from 17 to 24, we can understand as you pointed to that change could have happened from 17 to 19, and then from 19 to 24, he's this completely different person than he was two years prior to those to those postings. Right, so. If we're not seeing reinforcement of that behavior of those posts, then you got to be like, yo, that was ignorant him. This is more woke him. Right. Yeah. And that's okay. And that, and that's absolutely okay. People people do a lot. Of, like you said, people do dumb things when they're younger. That's, that's a part of age. But the... The thought process is what you need to see change as someone gets older. And in this case, he came out and apologized and he owned it right away. And he's like, that's not me. He's got the people backing him up. Who are we to sit here and hold a guy accountable for some shit he said seven years ago? Right. I mean, it could be worse. He could have said, I grab him by the pussy. Ah. <laughs> true that. And we're going to end that. We're going to end it right that. I'll let it old Kanye. <laughs> So, uh, what else is going on in your life? Uh, I got darker this week, you know? Yeah. I've been working on my tan, and uh, it's actually improving, man. My skin has actually got a nice black and golden luster. You ain't black and gold. You're just black. You're so black, you like purple. You're starting to turn purple. Man, I'm so black. I'm so black, you can see the stars reflecting <laughs> off me at night. I know I'm old. I know I'm old. I'm just saying. It'd be one thing. It'd be one thing if that stuff easily gets put back in there, but nah, to get all that stuff to even fit in the closet, it's like Tetris. <laughs> so any slight movement of it, it's like all Jenga shit, and it's just gonna completely <laughs> collapse. It's not like it's just easy put back. That part of it, I'm just kind of going, oh, yeah. Maybe they're uh, up for the challenge. Come on, yeah.
Yeah. If, if they're not they're not over any challenge that doesn't involve them having a controller or a tablet in their hands. That's that is it. true. They want true. no challenges, man. Kids these days. Cal and KO brought to you by Fortnite. We want to shout out our new sponsor. Not really, but we love them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk uh, baseball. The All Star Game. Like I said. American League won again. That's what, six or seven in a row? Six straight. Six straight. A high in strikeouts. A new record in home runs. Every run in the every every run except for one, I think, came off of a home run. If not all of them. Yeah. So Yeah. Power hitters. Okay, so Alex Bregman gets the all star MVP. Hits a home run in the tenth to give them the the lead, and then he and then his teammate Springer comes up and they go back to back, back to back. Teammates going back to back in an All Star game. That's pretty epic. And yeah, I hate you know, that's, 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 that's pretty cool. That's kind of dope, that's, right? Yeah, that's real dope. So I hate watching the American League continue to beat up on the National League. I don't. Except I for when the pitcher is a Dodger, and that Dodger. Is giving up absolute ass. I love watching Kershaw get ate up in an All Star game when it's supposed to be the best of the best. I you love are it. Such a homer. I love, love, <laughs> love watching that piece of shit pitcher for the Dodgers last night give up back to back home runs in extra innings. I fucking loved it. <laughs> I loved it because Houston left off right here doing what they did in 2017 to finish off, which is hit home runs on the Dodgers. It was fucking great. I loved it. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Last night I was an A's fan just so I could root for the American League beating up on the damn Dodger pitchers. <laughs> that was it. It That's was a great it. game. It was it was a it was good very enjoyable. Ex- because it was all the sexy runs. It was all home runs, but it was a lot of strikeouts. The hits were down, and that's the problem that I have with baseball. We were having this talk yesterday while we were watch- while we were watching the game. We can agree that all of the athletes and all of the sports are bigger, stronger, faster. Right across the board, across all the board. of they are just far superior athletes now than the generation before them and before them and before them. But in baseball, they're not as skilled. The athleticism that these guys have has picked up. You know, right? They're bigger, stronger, faster. They're, so they're now more they're athletic gonna, they're throughout more, all of the positions. Yes. So that that explains why offensively you're going to have home runs up as an average in the league, RBIs up, extra base hits up because they're stronger. So when they're making contact with it, it's Ball's going further. further. Mm-hmm. But here's where you, they're not as skilled is because you see the batting averages are down as a whole. You see the strikeouts for hitters are are up completely up. And then there's less situational hitting, less hit and runs, less bunts, less things of that nature. It is all you get on base, however it is, whether it's a single or your extra base hit, and then you stand there and you wait for somebody to hit the bomb and bring you in. There isn't any moving people over like there used to be, and I think that that's a part of the fundamentals and the skills that have been lost. And as far as everyone likes to say, but that's because pitching's better. And I think... The pitchers are also better athletes. And what shows that is the average velocity for all of the pitchers is up. They're striking out more hitters because they've got gas. That's up. But here's where the pitchers aren't as skilled. They're walking more people. The earned run averages as a whole are higher. 
there are more pitchers being used in games and that to me says that the pitchers aren't as good because you have to use more of them throughout a game whereas back in the day you were using your starter and he's going to give you six to seven you got a setup guy and you got your closer and that was it and now you've got your starting pitcher that's probably going to give you five and you're happy with that because then you've got a guy for the sixth a guy for the seventh a guy for the eighth and a guy for the ninth and they're only throwing innings at a time so if you have to use more pitchers because they're better athletes and they're all gassed they don't get themselves out of jams like they used to back in the day there's less innings pitched on pitchers that's why i think the skill is down they can hit the sexy hundred mile an hour get you know get up but they're walking more and in in last night baseball's biggest platform that game pretty much played out like that it was all or nothing play you're either striking out or you're hitting it out the yard that was the game yesterday, in a nutshell. Yeah, that, that was pretty much the game yesterday. So so there was a lot of home runs hit last night. It was a record. It was the record for most home runs in an all-star game. That they, is... They set the record. So It was a fun game, though. It was fun. That's what people want to see is the long ball. Yeah, they... True. So the all-star game, you want that. You want to see the long ball, the, the, the high score... Because it's the casual fan is choosing in, and the non-casual casual fan is, is chiming in and looking at this and watching it, you know, because they're probably at a party or at a bar or something, and it's all going on. So you, this is how you want to attract the fans to to the sport. I I get all that, but I also want to see good all around fundamental baseball. Also, so too. think about think about the NBA, and I'm uh-huh. just going to NBA All Star Game. Okay. They were catching flack for it being all offense and nobody playing defense and them just doing layup and dunk drills. Oh, there's a point where it's too much, yeah. And and this is what I'm getting at. When people say that pitching is better, it's hard to say that pitching is better when they're giving up more home runs and more walks at a record pace than they've ever done before. It's hard to say pitching's better. Because you're you're pulling your guy out in the fifth and not letting him go to six or seven. And it's also harder to say... That the hitters are better hitters, not better athletes, but better hitters when their averages are down, their strikeouts are up. I mean, I'm just... They're better at, long ball hitters. It's, it's something, something's got to give. You can't give the hitters credit for being good when those numbers say that they suck. And then also give the pitchers credit for being good when they have numbers that also say that they're not producing as well. Roger Clemens said something during the College World Series. He said, there's, he said I want everybody to know the difference between a power pitcher and a power thrower I was a power pitcher I threw hard but I was a pitcher I knew how to get myself out of jams I knew how to work a hitter I wasn't just up there throwing gas and relying on my gas I can hit corners I can I can change my levels I can do all of the things a pitcher that did not throw as hard as me did these guys now are power throwers these pitchers that can throw hard can't get out of jams those are Power throwers, not power pitchers. You, there's a difference, and, I, and okay. I, it took him saying it like that because he was defending himself for me to look at the league, and I see a lot of power throwers. And of course, there are always exceptions. Don't I'm not saying the whole league is like that, but more so than not, because they're bigger, stronger, faster athletes. They're more power throwers than power pitchers. Uh, That's because athletes are bigger, stronger, faster. Correct. So they're all strong. They're not concerned with hitting the guy over. Ju- Hit and runs, squeezes, bunts, and bunts aren't sexy. And that was I get the that. beauty look, of that Royals team that won a few years back. They played all types. They of, played baseball. Yes, they played all around baseball, yes. small ball, whatever they needed to do to win a game. They could play that type of game. Exactly. So, 
What happens now is those teams, those players are fewer and far between. They don't do that. Instead, they're, they're spending their time in the cage working on that 30 degree launch angle and the exit velocity. And they're working on perfecting that. You need, sometimes you need to take inside out and go opposite field. Sometimes you need to just get that bat on the ball because you've got a runner that's on that base. And you know that if you just get contact on it, he's going from first to third. But he does nothing if you strike out. And he does nothing if you just hit warning track power. But all these guys are trading in situational hitting for the trajectory. They're putting in not, work. Not all of them, but I think some. I think as, like, a, as, a, as, a, as a whole, like I'm saying, you're going. there's always exceptions. There, I mean, there are plenty of players out there. We were talking about Mike Trout, the best player in the game. Yeah, I'll let that the baddest boy on the planet in baseball. He hits 300. He hits for power. He does not strike out much. He can, at the end of the day, as a hitter in a game of failure, where you're a success if you, you know, fail 70% of the time, you're a you're Hall, you're, you're, you're Hall of Famer. Altuve. Cabrera, J.D. Martinez on the Red Sox is having a killer year. Mookie Betts. There are plenty. Mookie! There are plenty of all-around studs out there, right? Yep. They're few and far between. You look at these guys that have power numbers, a lot of high offense numbers, the RBIs and the extra base hits and the home runs, but they're hitting 255. There were a lot of guys back in the day that were hitting a lot of home runs but didn't have that average, and they weren't making the all-star team. The average major league batting average back then was 270. Now it's 255. So now they're getting into the all-star game with the 270 batting average. Mm-hmm. As opposed to that being just the average for you to keep your job. Some of those numbers don't lie. The numbers that show that they're better athletes, there's an increase in those. The home runs, the extra base hits, they're stronger. So, of course, they're going to hit the ball further. And then the average velocity of pitching, the strikeouts, all that shows they're better athletes playing baseball. But all the things that show... The things that you looked at for skill, those numbers, those are all on the decline. The batting averages for hitters are down. Strikeouts are up. Situational hitting is down. Those things show a lack of fundamentals, in my opinion. You see what I'm saying? Right. Earned run average right. for a pitcher is up. Walks are up. More pitchers being used. For me, that shows a lack of fundamentals as a pitcher. You're better athletes, but yeah, as a pitcher, you're just you're supposed to not walk people. And as a hitter, you're supposed to make contact. I think guys are all around. They're getting graded on their athleticism more than their skill. If they're hitting the benchmarks, how fast is your 40? How many times are you putting up 225? Things. What's your vertical? I think all. I think they're getting graded more on those than what people are seeing on the court with their eyes or on the on the field in baseball. Even in the field in football, it's just pretty much the measurables. We've seen quarterbacks get a tryout because he went to the 50-yard line and he goes on a knee and he throws the football into the end zone on his knee, and that was enough to get a tryout. Right. Knowing he played like absolute horse shit in a game, but that was enough right. to get a look. You know, this guy throws, sits in his backyard and throws a pitch, and it shows on his gun that he threw it at 93. Mm-hmm. And that's all they've seen, but they're going to call him in. You Come on over here and come get this job, buddy, because we see something. Where you used to be, you used to have to be more of a polished product to get the gig. More so, are we losing now. that in baseball? Then we're losing it in all of the sports. 
Basketball's losing it with the one and done. They're getting drafted in the first round off of potential, not what they've done. If you were drafted in the first round in basketball, you were supposed to come in and start. Now some of these guys are going to the G League or they're sitting on the bench the whole first year before they get any playing time. They're getting right. drafted off of potential. Trying to get back to where I was saying. They're just trading in certain things. They're all training hard. They're just training on different things. In basketball, the big men handle the ball like guards, and they can shoot like guards, but they can't play like big men anymore. So they're trading in that they're trading in one skill for another when you're a professional, and you should be able to be doing that in addition to. So their athleticism is overcut because I feel like skill is talent, you know, or or how are we separating skill from talent. Talent is your potential and what you can do athletically. Your skill is how you produce in a game. What are, what are you doing when it's time to play? I don't care how fast you run on your sprints or your suicides. I just care if you're fast enough to guard your guy. You understand what I'm saying? I don't. What good is it for you to be fast and jump through the gym in the combine, but when I get you in the game, you can't make a layup. Ben Simmons got exposed in the playoffs this last year once they realized this dude can't shoot for shit. <laughs> he throws the ball at the ground and he misses. Like, he's fucking horrible. You know what I mean? And they backed off of him. And what did he do? He got exposed. You know, like, still the best athlete out that draft. You know, still on the come up. Potential. The skill's not there. The talent is there. The skill isn't there. You okay. going back so to So we're what talking you're about saying. the mechanics, the works, the the, the the attention to details, the dotting the I's and crossing the T's, right? They're not teaching that anymore. They're not teaching that. Let's take my son, your nephew, King. Yep. He plays baseball. He plays basketball, right? Two sports we happen to be talking about right now. When it comes to baseball, because that's where we start off with, we're talking the all-star game. My frustration comes with him sometimes because we sit up here and we're telling him, we're teaching him, yo, sometimes you got to step forward. You got to do this. You got to do that. But the coaches are all trying to perfect that swing. We want to see this home run. We want that long ball. And then when you try and instill certain things in them now, the kids that come up there, and some of them, they don't even get an opportunity to play. And you can see that they have the skill, but they may not be as big yet or as strong yet or as talented. So they get lost in the shuffle mm-hmm. because you're looking at this athlete you're looking at this big old guy it's like oh he can run hella fast he can he can hit the ball super duper far the big the, the bigger stronger person is getting the love so they get the attention so they get a little bit more of that intimate work that goes on and then you're missing out on i think where you're going is we need to look more at who has the fundamentals and i'm gonna work with him because i'm gonna look at their athletic potential as opposed to their skill potential because they're so athletic. Right. I agree with that. It sucks that they're getting the train they're getting shitty training as kids, but I expect that cuz most of these guys are dads and they're doing it part-time and they don't mm-hmm. know they not all guys are like that, but we know that these guys aren't like professionally trained coaches most of the time. Right, right. They're doing it. You're as, lucky if you get the if you get the dad that he played in college. Right. That part of it, I get it. It's unfortunate, but I get it. But when I see the stuff in the pros where I see a guy can't drop a bunt, I see them put a shift on and I have no problem with analytics at all. My problem is with the fundamentals and not being able to adjust. If I see what they're trying to do to me, if they've put a shift on to my pool side because I've been playing baseball for years and I am now a professional getting paid to do so, I should at least be able to drop a bunt down the third baseline. If I'm not good at bunting, I should at least be able to hit a little slapper in that five 
five hole. You know what I'm saying? I am a paid professional. Yes, it is good to work. They're not your, teaching that no more. Sh- but you're paid now. You're finishing the game. They don't going care. One for four with an extra base hit and three strikeouts. They don't care. It's not being taught. And the guys that shine are the guys that can do it all. Trout, you can do yep. it all. Absolutely. You can do it all. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, one of my favorites is Altuve. Altuve, yes. I mean, come on, man. 5'7 with his cleats on. Hey, hey. Right? You, you know, that's my and uh, he's a, my high team right and there. And here's the thing. He's a strong hitter. Right. Not a home run slugger. Right. He's a hitter first and foremost. He's going to put the bat on the ball. He just happens to be strong and skilled exactly. enough to hit a ball out the park. He's a strong hitter. Hitter first. And right. I mean, that's how it should be. I mean, I don't say that just because I was undersized up until about my senior year of high school, <laughs> college, really. I got I was I was playing second base. Right. Like if little league, I was a second baseman because my arm wasn't that strong until I got a, and then I got a little bit bigger and was moving to other spots. Mm-hmm. I had the skill to pitch, but I didn't throw as hard as everybody else. So I had to paint my corners. I had to learn how to pitch at a young age because I wasn't athletically gifted at that age where all my other homies were. Right. So I had to really play that damn game. Right. So now so that kid got, doesn't get picked up. Right. My coach said this. You have the skill. You just don't look the part. Right. So we got to get you in the gym to look the part. To match the skill you have Right So fortunately for me Going from senior year of high school Into my freshman year of college I got bigger And I I, I hit my spurt But I was that guy But it, So I agree with it But you You gotta have the skill First and foremost Cause there are plenty of guys That, that get looked over In all of the sports Because they don't hit the no, measurables You don't have to have the skill you gotta, I mean you have to have the skill You gotta have a small little bit of talent With your athleticism Well that's where they're dropping the ball that's, that's that, where they're dropping. The that's ball. where it is now, though. Having some talent, but being heavy on the upside when it comes to athleticism makes perfect sense when you're talking about football. That is a game that is more based on athleticism than it is skill. For you know, you can't get on a football field if you're not running a forty under six seconds, point blank period. So that's a mono mono sport. It's a gladiator sport. It makes sense to grade higher on athleticism because you can coach up the skill. And, it, and to some extent, basketball as well. You're doing a lot of running back and forth. You're doing jumping. The skill is in putting the ball in the hoop. But it's mono mono. It makes sense for you to grade high on athleticism because you feel that you can coach up their skill set. But in baseball, it is a sport that is more focused on skill and athleticism is a bonus let's just keep it 100 man some of the best baseball players to ever play the game are not your quote-unquote typical stereotypical athletes you know they're either slow asses fat fucks they have no vertical or they're short undersized whatever you want to say i mean babe ruth fat ass cecil fielder fat ass prince fielder fat ass john crook fat ass big poppy fat ass edgar martinez slow as shit but one of the best pure right-handed hitters ever craig biggio undersized ichiro undersized and skinny and not strong or whatever you want to say charlie hustle the hit guy those are just some some of the offensive players. What about your pitcher? CC Sabathia, fat ass. Bartolo Colon, old fat ass. Fernando Valenzuela, fat ass. David Wells, fat ass. Kurt Schilling, fat ass. Pedro Martinez, undersized. You know, 145 pounds soaking wet in some combat boots, but had gas. 
And that's what makes baseball so great is that you don't have to look the part and look like every other cookie cutter athlete from every sport. You understand? Because you're only running 90 feet at a time. You're not going against the pitcher who's 6'6 six, six and 250. You're going against that ball that he's throwing and then the gloves in the outfield. So it's not about how you stack up to the next athlete. It's how skilled you are at hitting that ball or throwing that pitch or playing defense so if you're going heavy on the athleticism in baseball and not the skill then in my opinion that's where the game gets lost in comparison to the other ones it's cool for basketball and football to do that but baseball it's skill first i mean hitting a baseball is the single hardest thing to do in all the sports man let's keep it 100 quarterback's the toughest position to play football's the most demanding sport to play but the skill lies in the baseball diamond so you should still focus on the skill of the all-around game and not just the athleticism that these guys have and then catering just to the athleticism. Still focus on the skills, y'all. But that's my opinion. What do you think? It's Cal and KO. We're brought to you by Anchor. KO ain't here. Kenny in the building. We'll be back. I mean, shout out to our new sponsor, Shaquille O'Neal. You know, even though we're up-and-coming podcast. Uh, he decided to uh, sponsor us uh, inadvertently and un- unbeknownst to him. Because <laughs> he sponsors everything else. Yeah. I mean, he, you know what I'm saying? He goes across his desk. Colin K.O.'s podcast needs sponsorship. Okay, I'll, I'll do it. This is what we're going to do right now. We're going to make this. Can you dig it? I mean, we can't be no. We can't be second place to the general. I mean, they suck. <laughs> Straight up, man. Eh? They don't even pay their claims out. <laughs> Man, it's a sad day for me. Sad day in baseball. It's Cal and KO brought to you by Anchor, of course. Thanks to the homie Kenny for being here, helping me talk all-star baseball. But I'm sad, y'all. And I'm sad because one of my favorite young ball players in the game right now is going to the Evil Empire. And I'm not talking the East Coast Evil Empire of the Yankees. I'm talking the West Coast Evil Empire of the L.A. Dodgers. Manny Machado traded to the Dodgers for a whole bunch of prospects. I'm sad. That's bullshit, man. It's, they, the Dodgers were already in the World Series last year. Their all-star young shortstop uh, Sager got hurt. Tommy John surgery. He's out for the year. The Dodgers have been on a roll since their third baseman Justin Turner came back because his hand was broke or something like that earlier in the season. So then they go out and get this stud of a shortstop slash third baseman hitting over 300, 20 home, 20 plus home runs, 60 plus RBIs. The guy is balling right now. He's in the last year of his contract. The Dodgers are going all in in 2018, trying to get back to the World Series with one Manny Machado leading them at shortstop. I mean, he could he should have went to any other team but them, man. You know, I'm I'm a Giants fan, so I'm a home I'm a homer. This really hurts me. But you know, as a Giants fan, I truly believe that the Dodgers will do what they normally do. They're going to be hot for the rest of July. They're going to be hot in August, and then it's going to get to around September time. And then somebody on the Dodgers, I feel like they do it as a collective team. They're going to Google how do we fuck this up. And then they're going to get the list and the blueprint. And they're going to check all of those boxes off the list. How do we fuck this lead up? Because that's what the Dodgers do, in my eyes, every year. 
You know, they, they're the best team on paper most of the time. Them and the Yankees, they spend the most money. Shout out to Magic Johnson, by the way. God damn. I mean, the, the Laker uh, management, Magic Johnson, brings in King James to the Lakers. And then Dodgers management, Magic, brings in Manny Machado to the Dodgers. I mean, he's making moves. He's the real MVP right now. My goodness. But enjoy this right now, Dodger fans. You're going to spend all, you gave up all these prospects for this guy for one year and you're still not going to win it. I'm putting it out there. Bad juju. Cursing you guys right now. And then he's going to leave you guys and go somewhere else. He ain't staying in LA. At least I hope he doesn't. Damn it. I feel like like a Laker fan uh, the day after they got LeBron and they were happy and then they found out the Warriors got Boogie. Like, damn, we can't have nothing. That's how my me as a Giants fan feels right now. We can't have nothing. Damn, Dodgers taking it all. Dodgers suck. What's the password? Dodgers suck. What's the password? Dodgers suck. Good kid. Dodgers suck. More big news in the NBA. Carmelo Anthony is leaving the Oklahoma City Thunder. He's going to the Atlanta Hawks for a short amount of time. Atlanta is sending their point guard Dennis Schroeder to OKC which helps OKC and their backcourt and their youth and their speed while the Atlanta Hawks are going to get a first round pick from Oklahoma City Thunder. They're going to waive Carmelo Anthony so he can become a free agent and go to the team of his choice. The other guy they got in the deal, Muscala, he's going to get traded I think to the Philadelphia 76ers on a later date. So basically Atlanta is getting rid of their point guard They're getting a first round pick That makes room for Trey Young The guy that they just drafted To be the point guard moving forward for Atlanta Rumor has it Carmelo Anthony is going to Either sign with the Houston Rockets Or he's considering the Miami Heat So if you're Carmelo You get your wish to go play in Houston With CP3 and James Harden And that high powered offense you do have to get reunited with Mike D'Antoni, on the other hand, and you will have to play defense if you're Carmelo Anthony. Um, if you're Oklahoma City Thunder, you just cleared up all of that cap. You, you didn't necessarily clear up cap space. It was Melo's contract that was going to put you over the luxury tax, and then you're going to spend an extra $100 million for a guy that you don't even want on the team. So Oklahoma City saving $75 million in money while grabbing an asset, which is a very serviceable point guard in Dennis Schroeder, which he's fast, he's young, he's got three years left on his deal, and you put him in the backcourt with Russ, um, and while you still got PG, I mean, you're getting faster, you're getting more athletic, that's a good move for the Oklahoma City Thunder, who were basically looking at just throwing a whole bunch of money in the fucking toilet because it was going to be a waste having Melo there. So now they're actually getting an asset. Good move all the way around for Oklahoma City. Good move for Houston if they're able to pick up Melo. I'm just really happy that Melo is not going to go play for the Lakers because I don't want him being that spot up shooter with Bron Bron feeding him the rock like they did in the Olympics because that was kind of scary. So I'm glad he's not in LA. Not a Laker hater. I'm just saying it's still Dub Nation over here. That's the NBA. This is Cali KO, and we will be back later. Deuces.